Welcome to the worship podcast of Grace Episcopal Church in Newton, Massachusetts for December 24th, 2020, Christmas Eve. I'm Regina Walton, pastor and rector of Grace Church. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are welcome to join us at Grace. Merry Hybrid Christmas! I'm not sure there's ever been a Christmas quite like this at Grace. In addition to this podcast, some of us will be gathering for Outdoor Eucharist at 3 and 5 p.m. Our portable sound system and live stream equipment showed up on Tuesday. Perhaps we'll have it figured out by today's services. We also have two short videos of the Grace Church Socially Distanced Outdoor Handbell Choir posted for your enjoyment. I'm reminding myself that the first Christmas was also improvisational and mostly outdoors. The important thing is that Jesus showed up, that a light shone in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. The angels said, Do not be afraid. They brought tidings of comfort and joy. And that is my Christmas prayer for you, that in this improvisational, confusing and challenging season, you will receive tidings of comfort and joy when you need them. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be God's kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. 
Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, you have caused this holy night to shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant that we, who have known the mystery of that light on earth, may also enjoy him perfectly in heaven, where with you and the Holy Spirit he lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders. And he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad before the Lord, for he has come. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the whole earth. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations. And his wonders among all peoples. 
For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods. As for all the gods of the nations, they are but idols. But it is the Lord who made the heavens. Oh, the majesty and magnificence of his presence. Oh, the power and the splendor of his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, you families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord honor and power. Ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations, the Lord is king. He has made the world so firm that it cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea thunder and all that is in it. Let the field be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood shout for joy before the Lord when he comes. When he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with his truth. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad before the Lord, for he has come. A reading from Paul's letter to Titus. Chapter 22, verses 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all, training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions, and in the present age to live lives that are self-controlled, upright, and godly, while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver the child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people, To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, 
Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be found acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Christmas 1884 by George MacDonald Though in my heart no Christmas glee, though my songbird be dumb, Jesus, it is enough for me that thou art come. What though the loved be scattered far, few at the board appear. In thee, O Lord, they gathered are, and thou art here. And if our hearts be low with lack, they are not therefore numb. Not always will thy day come back, thyself will come. George MacDonald, the Scottish poet, fantasy writer, and minister, wrote this poem 136 Christmases ago. MacDonald was no stranger to loss and difficult times. His mother, brother, and several of his children died from tuberculosis, and MacDonald himself suffered from it as well. He began his career as a Congregationalist minister in Arundel, England, but after he preached a sermon on his belief that God's love would not allow anyone to ultimately be damned, his salary was cut in half, and he was forced out of his position. Instead, he had a piecemeal career of writing, editing, and university teaching, which was always inadequate to support his large family, though his books were very popular. In 1884, the year of this poem, his daughter Grace died, and his longtime publisher went bankrupt and stopped publishing. MacDonald is not much read or remembered now. A true Victorian, much of his poetry and prose is overwritten and a bit melodramatic. But Christmas 1884 is different, simple and spare, yet full of feeling. In three short stanzas, how much this poet of long ago captures Christmas in 2020. This is a year definitely lacking in Christmas glee and in glee of any kind, really. Our songbirds, too, are muted, and our church choirs are silent tonight. In-person Christmas concerts have been canceled. We've all spent a lot of time on mute this year, actually, in our attempts to connect and communicate over Zoom. Our loved ones are scattered far, and as at McDonald's own house, there will be many empty seats at our Christmas tables. We will offer our worship here over the internet or on the lawn at church and hope it won't rain. Holiday festivities are just the latest round of cancellations in a year of losses, disappointments, and anxiety. Our hearts are indeed low with lack, as MacDonald says. And yet this is a poem about Christmas hope and the love of God in the midst of loss. Though in my heart no Christmas glee, though my songbird be dumb, Jesus, it is enough for me that thou art come. This year, we have the opportunity to receive the gift of the Incarnation with complete simplicity. We can welcome the infant Christ out of our great need for God's love. Jesus came to earth, Emmanuel, God with us, and it is enough.
What though the loved be scattered far, few at the board appear. In thee, O Lord, they gathered are, and thou art here. We are one body in Christ, now and always. We believe in the communion of saints, the church gathered up in God throughout all generations, those in this life and those who have moved on to the next life. The feelings of separation that we experience are not real, for nothing can separate us from the love of God. That love surrounds us and gathers us and makes us one. On this holy night, Christ has come among us, and so we will never walk alone. In loneliness, in grief, we can trust this promise. And if our hearts be low with lack, they are not therefore numb. The early church was a band of outsiders. The Jewish followers of Jesus eventually found themselves no longer welcome in their synagogues, while the Gentiles who claimed him cut themselves off from the powerful Roman Empire's cult of the gods and from their families' beliefs and practices. Despite this, the church grew because its members valued those who were not valued in ancient society. Women and enslaved people had their gifts recognized and became leaders. And the church grew because it cared for people. In a world where human life was cheap, Christians invented both hospitals and social services. They lived out Jesus' command to love one another, to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, heal the sick, and visit the prisoner, and to care for the orphan and the widow, the most vulnerable members of society. Christians believed in the common good and in the dignity of all people, and their kindness and caregiving showed up both the cruelty and the exploitation of Roman rule and the wealthy and powerful who preyed on the poor. One of the saddest and most scandalous developments of these days is to see how many people who call themselves Christians no longer believe in the common good, how they demonize others, how they put everyone at risk by refusing to follow public health guidelines. Freedom, for Christians, exists only in the context of loving service to God and to those in need. In difficult times, it is essential not to let our hearts go numb. It can be painful to stay present to our own suffering and to the suffering in our community. It's hard to keep going when our hearts are low with lack. But this is what love requires of us, the love that came down at Christmas, the self-emptying, self-sacrificial love of Jesus. Earlier this week on the winter solstice and the days around it, if it wasn't too cloudy, you could see the convergence of Jupiter and Saturn, the two planets appearing to blend together as a bright star low on the horizon. We exist in a universe of wonder and mystery. This time of extended quarantine has reminded us of the infinite and inexhaustible beauty of the natural world and the cosmos, of the sunrise and sunset, the moon and stars, the forest and fields, the birds and creatures. We believe that the Incarnation is also a cosmic event. Not always will thy day come back 
thyself will come, MacDonald writes. On this celebration of Christ's first advent, we look forward to a second appearing, when God will usher in a new heaven and a new earth, where justice and righteousness and loving kindness will reign. The prophet Isaiah points to this time when God's shalom, God's peace, will have the last word. This shalom is the harmony of a caring community informed at every point by an awareness of God. While we await this ultimate shalom, we can help to bring about God's peaceable kingdom on earth now. This Christmas, receive the incarnation with simplicity. Do not hide your need from God. Recognize the divine necessity of caring for each other and honoring our inextricable interconnectedness. Do not hesitate in doing the good you can do. If you can, this is the year to be profligate with end-of-year donations. And those friends you've thought of 20 times without calling them, call them. This is the year for simple togetherness, for puzzles and games, and singing carols and reading out loud in person or over Zoom. This is the year to take stock, to give thanks, to give away what you have that others could use, to rest, to pray for those on the front lines of this pandemic, and to stay masked, distanced, and safe so that we don't put them at any more risk than they have to be under. To call and to write letters and emails to our elected officials. To make another round of donations. To pray for the peace of Christ to come among us. George MacDonald, despite his troubles and his poverty, was described as a very joyful person with a perpetually creative spirit. He weathered the storms of his life with a deep and abiding love of the gospel and with his unbridled imagination. He was a great writer of fantasy and fairy tales for children. As I mentioned, his many books are not read very much today, but after his death in 1905, they were read by the greatest Christian imaginative writers of the 20th century, C.S. Lewis, J.R.R. Tolkien, and Madeleine Lengel were all deeply influenced by him. His work showed them what was possible, showed them new ways to tell stories steeped in sacred wonder and mystery. On this holy night, Emmanuel comes to earth to dwell with us, once more showing a broken and hurting world the way of love and peace. This Christmas 2020, let us say too, Jesus, it is enough for me that thou art come. In God's name, amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. 
He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Father, in this holy night, your Son, our Savior, was born in human flesh. Renew your church as the body of Christ. Holy God, hear our prayer. In this holy night, there was no room for your Son in the inn. Protect with your love those who have no home and all who live in poverty. Holy God, hear our prayer. In this holy night, Mary, in the pain of labor, brought your Son to birth. Hold in your hand all who are in pain or distress. Holy God, hear our prayer. In this holy night, your Christ came as a light shining in the darkness. Bring comfort to all who suffer in the sadness of our world. Holy God, hear our prayer. In this holy night, the angels sang, Peace to God's people on earth. Strengthen those who work for peace and justice in all the world. Holy God, hear our prayer. In this holy night, shepherds in the field heard good tidings of joy. Give us grace to preach the gospel of Christ's redemption. Holy God, hear our prayer. In this holy night, strangers found the holy family and saw the baby lying in the manger. Bless our homes and all whom we love. Holy God, hear our prayer. In this holy night, heaven is come down to earth, and earth is raised to heaven. Hold in your hand all those who have passed through death in the hope of your coming kingdom. Holy God, hear our prayer. In this holy night, Christians the world over celebrate Christ's birth. Open our hearts that he may be born in us today. Holy God, hear our prayer. Holy God, you have called us to be a source of spiritual restoration and strength. Make us conduits of divine love, following the example of Jesus. Help us to companion the vulnerable, heal division, and confront and dismantle inequality. Give us your grace, now and always. Amen.
May Almighty God, who sent his Son to take our nature upon him, bless you in this holy season. Scatter the darkness of sin and brighten your heart with the light of his holiness. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Thank you to everyone who contributed to our worship podcast for today. We thank the Grace Church Choir, featuring section leaders Kristen Buaben, Diane Drost, Stephen M., and John Yanis, joined today by Linda Hosfeld. We also thank our music director and organist, Chris Hosfeld, and our harpist for today, Caroline Mellet. Thank you to our lectors, David Adams and Jay Burke, and our lay reader, Lisa Teason. You can find out more about Grace Church on our website, gracenewton.org. The Reverend Regina, the Vestry, and the staff of Grace Church wish you a joyous Christmas time.